Hello everybody and welcome to Overly Honest Dads. This is episode 14 of the world's best parenting podcast. My name's Matt and I'm your host and I'm joined as ever by my podcast pals Magnus. Hi guys. And John. Hello. How are we all doing? Tenne. Not too bad. <laughs> Not okay. too bad. Thank, thanks, John. Um, so um, we've got a, um, a jam-packed episode, um, and we're going to do a bit of housekeeping up front because um, there's a few changes to your regularly scheduled Overly Honest Dads podcast. So um, let me take you through what those changes are going to be. Um, firstly, um, we're going to change the structure of our episodes a little bit. When we first started out nearly a year ago, um, we um, decided we're going to discuss a big subject every year. So we started out uh, every episode, sorry. So we started out doing uh, pregnancy, childbirth and the first two weeks and a bunch of other things as well. Eating shit. Um, yeah, eating shit, which John has done. Um, and uh, But now I think that we kind of, if we keep doing it exactly like that, we're going to get to a point where we're talking about things that we don't know much about or maybe we're not very interested in and so we want to switch the format up so that we can create some entertaining content that's going to be relevant to parents or parents-to-be or anyone that's interested in this um, but making it you know enjoyable and something that we can do every week without it getting dull frankly Um, so the first change is going to be dad news we're going to mix that up a bit rather than bringing up news that's specific to our kids and what's happened with them we could just now include things that happen to us as dads because if something happens to you magnus in the course of your day-to-day life you're a dad and if you have news it is automatically dad news exactly um uh so that is going to be the first change we're going to make um we started reviews last week and this week we are reviewing the first episode of netflix's new documentary series babies we've all watched it and we're going to review going to recap and review that episode and then finally we're going to have a new segment which is overly honest dads meets mum's net um, we're not literally meeting Mumsnet. Um, we're gonna. Um, there's a there's a board on Mumsnet called "Am I Being Unreasonable?" where people post up their thoughts on uh, a problem that they've had, and they want to know: Are they being unreasonable, or are they being? Yeah, am I being unreasonable or or not? Essentially, um, and I will say that using Mumsnet for this isn't meant. We're not going to be laughing at the people posting on Mumsnet. Well, maybe some of them. Well, I will because um, uh, Mumsnet. I don't know about you guys. It's a really useful resource for us when Emily was first born because um, there's a lot of threads on there with relevant experience. Um, and if you don't have um, uh, people giving you advice or help, Mumsnet is a really great resource. And how so, long has it been around? Years. Oh, I think my. it's like early, fairly early internet. Um, and oh, wow. it's, it's, it's got a lot of heft as well. Like politicians go on Mumsnet to when they're campaigning and um, uh, it, it's a, it's an interesting place to spend a bit of time. I've never posted on there, but um, uh, you will, you'll see later on that the, the posts we're going to read and decide if they're being unreasonable or not. Some of them are amusing. Some of them are ridiculous and some of them are fairly serious and a little bit heartbreaking. And I think it would be interesting to dip into that and see what our reaction is um, uh, to the various posts. Now, that's enough from me. Um, uh, let's throw out to you guys who wants to go first with their dad news for this week john over to you I, uh, i've got kids news like if that counts yeah, I don't yeah, have any theory. Could... Look, my life is boring i go to work and i go home and that's it um my kids are awesome as always my son is the little one the four-year-old is evolving into a disgusting liar um be- obviously he gets caught because he's too young but he's getting very good at lying um which is getting quite annoying because the other two never did it before like this morning gets up and uh 
has breakfast and then coughs and then looks at his mum and goes, Mum, I can't go to school. I've got coronavirus. And it's just like, you little dick. <laughs> How can you good. learn that? I just, Very yeah, good. it's really, I mean, they're talking about it at school, which is quite depressing, <laughs> but yeah. We should probably say that we're recording this when the coronavirus is still like, well, it's out, it's broken out in Italy now, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. It's a, a, basically, I think yesterday they announced a hundred and something deaths so in Italy. Well, mind you, by the time you listen to this, we might be all be dead. So, so yeah, yeah, who knows? Because yeah. this will probably won't go out for for a oh, little while. Corona. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so your kids got coronavirus. Yeah. Well, they 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 want so that they don't have to go to school. Um, and then yesterday I did parents' evening by myself because my wife wasn't well, which was interesting. Um, and uh, I went with my eldest because the other two wanted to stay home. And the interesting thing about that is then he came back with a full report. He goes. Sienna, you're okay. You just need to improve this, that, the other. Liam, you're okay, but you need to... And it's just sort of like, yeah, but you did really shit as well. <laughs> He's just, he was really interested. She never take him with me. I want to go and see the other teachers. But yeah, it's fun. And the teachers are different and interesting, to put it nicely. I think one I really liked. She's quite sharp and yeah, it's, you can tell she's been a mum before. And the other two look like they just like were born yesterday. Um, and they talk out of a textbook and it's quite... Like, I sort of like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I didn't really take take in what they were telling me. So so that's my dad news, as boring as that, really. No, no, it's all good. I mean, that's what, sometimes dad life is routine. It is very routine. It's like you, know? you shit, you feed, and you go to bed. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So Magnus? Yeah, well, I, I would say that we've been, uh, the past month, we've been really bloody ill. Our household has been filled with fucking AIDS. It's oh, horrific. Okay. Yeah, I, I had tonsillitis. I had actually ongoing tonsillitis. I didn't know if this was a thing, guys. It can sit in the back of your throat for months, if not longer. And my uvula, do you know what uvula is? Well, I, yeah, you've explained yeah. this to us quite a few it's times the now. The dingly dangly. I did a lot about you your uvula. Yeah, the uvula, right, was uvula. fucking swollen, like the size of my thumb. Seriously. I couldn't swallow. It was weird. So after like the tenth time of it happening, yeah, I felt like I had a dick in my, my throat, John. Yeah, couldn't swallow. You know, you, you, yeah, you wanted me to say that, didn't you? Uh, yes, <laughs> so I went to the doctor. I said, "Doc, I feel like I've got a dick in my throat. <laughs> what can we do about it?" <laughs> well, let, let, let's see if you're not lying. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, <laughs> I remember opening my mouth to him. <laughs> Tell and he was like, "Hmm, yeah, ooh, <laughs> that's large." <laughs> so he gave me uh, some antibiotics, and I felt. Right, it's fantastic. How long did it take to kick in? Two days. That's all right, man. Yeah, two, two days. days. I had the course for a week, two days, and then I've, I haven't felt this good in a while. Uh, and then Romana got tonsillitis, Romy, <coughs> so she was ill. She man down, uh, and then Quinn uh, got Aww. her first proper, proper illness. Like I, I may have said in other podcasts that she never got ill, and if she did, it was like sniffles. This time she properly got ill. She got hand, foot, and mouth disease you guys have had it before uh, I know Cal's had, had it not the same thing yeah we, 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 I know what it is because the doctor said Emily had it but Emily turned out to have viral eczema which is a yeah. different thing but they thought it was that so we did all yeah. the reading um, yeah what yeah. is it hand foot and mouth it's kind of like um, a, a rash that you get that goes to your sweaty regions usually mm-hmm. um, so you'll get it down below in your nether regions you'll get it around your ass um, your armpits, I imagine. Mouth, it oh, goes really? into your throat as oh. well. And these sores, John, are fucking angry. They are so angry. I've never oh, seen anything she like didn't it. Sleep, did yeah, she didn't sleep, Nah, she did not sleep. She had it on her hands and everything around oh. uh, her mouth. Uh, she looked horrific. It was bad. And you, you can get it as parents. You have to be very cautious. If you've not had it before, um, 
and you're a parent that gets it, it can be really bad. You know, ah. like the, the way you're feeling your throat is like eating glass, really, really bad. Uh, so I, I was wearing my my nitrile gloves while handling Quinn, um, and uh, caught it anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it. Um, but uh, yeah, that was like a week of of craziness. Uh, uh, thankfully, she's fine now. But boy, she looked fucked up, man. Right. You walked in today and you said you had a story about something that happened today. I want to hear that because you said it was referring to shit and I want to laugh. What happened today? Because you were quite shocked when you walked yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I was working when Romy came back for, uh, with Quinn from the babysitter. We, Quinn's now going to a babysitter um, on some days. And uh, the, the, the smell of baby shit was permeate, permeating the air. You know, like a sharp dagger going up your nostrils. And I was working. I couldn't help. Um, so Romana had to deal with it. She dealt, she dealt with it in the front room. Yeah. Um, now, Quinn is 13 months old at this stage. Uh, thereabout. And um, so she is in the front room on a mat. Uh, Romana's trying her best to distract her. Uh, <laughs> But you know what toddlers are like? She runs around now. She mm-hmm. can walk like a maniac. Um, and uh, <laughs> so she peels down the nappy and it's just this absolute cacophony of <laughs> turd. Like like a torrent of turd that that is... That you could, this, this fucking nappy, I give it, I really give it to the, this brand... This, this nappy was working overtime to ensure <laughs> that this shit was not leaking out, yeah? She pulled it down and it was just covering the whole landing strip, yeah? <laughs> All oh. the way up, up to like the, near the belly button, Damn. yeah? Oh. Now, bear in mind, Quinn has not had one of these turds in the best part of half a year, yeah? There's been no surprises with her. She's not one to, to piss everywhere. Um, and... Just from all the way around, like 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 a, like a semicircle, she was covered in shit, and it went up to her back, right? So Romy <laughs> was like, "Fuck, fuck, 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 fuck!" And I bought new um, uh, wet wipes. We usually buy the the Amazon ones, the the biodegradable ones. I decided to go for these like panda looking ones. I don't know some some bamboo made biodegradable ones, right? And these motherfucking wet wipes. When you take out one, it doesn't pull the other one. Yeah, so you have to prepare. You have to dig. You have to <laughs> Yeah. So shitty fingers going down. Quinn, Quinn is like, yeah, she's get, you know, she's at that stage where she wants to leave now, <laughs> halfway through having a shit, um, a shit cleaned. And Romy's like, please help, Max, please help. So I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm ripping out wet wipes, right? And she's cleaning her, and it's a proper messy operation. Yeah, the the, the nappy's filled with shit, but then you've got like a mound of dirty wet wipes on top. Yeah, <laughs> she finally gets it under control, and she picks her up like this, and all. Oh, like these crumbs fall down, right? These 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 um biscuit crumbs, yeah. And she's like, oh shit! Like I, I gave her some some oat, oatmeal biscuits. Um, yeah. <laughs> shit, I, God, why is there so many? You shake this all come from under her back, like all the way from the the the, the um oh, it's between. Crummy shit, isn't it? And she she taps it like this, like she slaps it down with her hand and smells her hand, right? <laughs> and she screams. She, she goes to me, shit! No, it's fucking shit, Magnus! Help! Help! <laughs> <laughs> so she peels off uh, her, um, her her onesie uh, and uh, throws it like uh, to the side, and this thing had a massive p- 
poo patch <laughs> on the back. Yeah. So I'm there. She's holding her like this, completely stark naked, in 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 the front room, and I'm I'm trying to get out wet wipes, and I'm wiping it like this. I'm wiping her her back like this, and there's more crumbs. There's crumbs between her bum cheeks, and they fall on the floor onto the carpet. Aww. So we have to make a mental note of where they are because we run to the the bathroom to basically just shower her down because yeah, there's nothing yeah, else yeah. that we you can do. Have to, yeah. yeah, but it was just so fucking funny because Romy was really pissing. <laughs> you should have just changed her in the bath, man. It would have been easier. He, but we should have, but we didn't know because yeah. it, it felt the like, panic. dude, can you imagine this? Like, you're, you're with your baby, you think you cleaned your baby, you lift them up, and what, what feels like a whole packet of digestives just falls out. <laughs> 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 and you're like, hmm, what, what, what have I been feeding her? And, but it's fucking poo. Oh, it's poo. That's probably the oat biscuits that made her, that gave her the poo. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Is it quite wet poo? It was, yeah, oh. it was, yeah. So she had she had a combination of uh, a, a, a quite a wet poo, but also there was these Dry digestive yeah. biscuits at the back, like it went all the way up, like all the way up to the base of the nape of her neck, all the way up. Oh yeah. god, lovely. Yeah. That's bad news. It's gonna be Matt? hard to top that. Yeah, top top the shit story, Matt. <laughs> oh god. Um, well, I've done my first ever bit of panic buying. Oh, really? So we talked about coronavirus briefly because your kid, John, um, uh, faked it. But it's probably not that long until we get an outbreak here. And I was thinking to myself that what's the responsible thing to do in this situation? Like if we get quarantined for some reason or the the government say you can't go out. So tomorrow on Ocado, I'm getting a whole load of long life food. So if, if it comes here, we'll be prepared. And I'll have been a good dad. Wonderful. Well yeah, done. I'm very excited about that. But other than that, <laughs> you're more excited. Like coronavirus made your day. Well, yeah, I feel prepared. I very rarely. I'm not much. I'm not a very well organised person. Yeah. Um, I generally get by um, uh, without high levels of organisation. Um, but this is one where I'm yeah. on it. Yeah, on this it. guy would have been in Italy emptying <laughs> fucking supermarkets. He's one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then there's anti-back stuff coming because the price of that's going to rocket up as yeah. soon as it gets out here and I'll have my anti-back and you'll be begging me for it. Um, yeah, that's what's going to happen. Um, but no, otherwise, my dad knew just that I've been so... I'm at the point at the moment where I'm working long, long days, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. working late most days till seven, sometimes eight, eight o'clock, which I realise isn't the latest for people who, who live and work in London. But when you've got a kid, you know, I don't see Emily uh, most weeknights. Yeah. Like, I've gone, I think the last four weeks, I've seen her on one or two weeknights at Damn. all. Yeah, which is just not much at all. Yeah. And then the, I was telling John earlier that last yesterday, my day started at 6.15 when I got up and I didn't stop doing stuff until 11 p.m. at night just because I had so much I needed to do. And I knew that tonight would be busy with this as well. Mm. So again, I won't probably get free time until half, half, uh, mm. half 10, 11 o'clock. And it's fine. I'm enjoying life. Life is great. But at the same time, fucking exhausted. Yeah, yeah. I imagine. Like, Agreed. It's just, I don't know. At what point do you, do you, do you stop? I, do, I guess you don't. It's just, this is just life now, isn't mm. it? Yeah. Like we, me and Alex were speaking wistfully about the times when we used to have weekends where we had nothing to do and no plans. And mm. you think, oh, well, what do you fancy doing this weekend? I want you to chill out, just hang out and play mm. video games. I wish, I wish I'd have savoured that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, wait until <laughs> they grow up a little bit and then maybe you get that some of that back. We're starting yeah. to get that some of that back. Yeah. Now, which is not bad. But, but it, while it is stressful, the former stress that we now have, this is the good stress, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm happy, um, yeah. but I'm just exhausted. They're not teenagers yet. I'm, I'm a fine. lot more happier, but I'm way more stressed yeah. than I was. But it's the good stress. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. good stress. Yeah. Yeah. God. So, yeah, overall, it's not too bad. It's just uh, it would be nice to get a break every now and again. And oh, sleep. Poor yeah. Matthew. Chill out. I, I kind of uh, agree. 
Oh, anyway, middle class problems. <laughs> Indeed. Right, so we're going to take a very quick break. When we come back, we're going to do an overly honest review of Babies, episode one, Netflix's new baby documentary. Go do whatever you need to do. Have a poo if Magnus's story has made you need a poo. Now's the time. Um, and we will see you back here in a moment for more dad chat. Welcome back to Overly Honest Dads. Um, it's on to our review for this week. Um, and this week, we've all watched the first episode of Netflix's new documentary series that's called, very simply, Babies. Um, I don't think any of us have watched beyond episode one, have we? I accidentally started episode two yeah, first. Accidentally. You cheated. Yeah. You, yeah. you cheated this relationship, man. I I'm did. very offended. Yeah. 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 Know, well, you know really what? Bad. We found out. Because he checked his Netflix yeah. and he saw that somebody went into episode two. Yeah. And at first he turned to Alex and said, Alex, no, did you start watching It's the other way around. Alex asked me if I... Oh, yeah, that's the one. Have you cheated on me? No, have you cheated? You were causing marital problems, bitch. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, in the I end, know. it was your cheating ass that cheated yeah, on the two of us. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I was very open and transparent about my misdemeanor. I told you guys straight away. L- I had no one held it against me where I can see that you, you motherfuckers are holding it against me. Yeah. I don't care. You know, I'm a maverick, yeah? I do what I want to do, yeah? <laughs> okay, so um, in, so we've all watched the first episode. I've, I've made some notes to sort of have a bit of a recap and um, and then we'll sort of give our our sort of opinions, our verdicts towards the end. So um, uh, in terms of how... So I thought the production values are pretty good. Like, mm. it opens up with sort of big dramatic string music and there's a montage, a voiceover, there's babies, and you're just reminded of how cute babies are. Yeah. Everyone yeah. loves a montage. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Yeah. That's one of the first things I wrote is just babies are cute, and like, even although we've all had, uh, like, we have 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 ugh, can't speak have had kids um, and babies, you just forget how cute they are sometimes. Yeah, because I, I agree. Some can be ugly, but the cute still was quite interesting. Yeah, like, yeah. I, th- exactly. I think yeah, it, it takes a lot for a baby to look a bit. To, well, to not be cute to look like a dog's dinner yeah yeah well i mean they, they pull on the heartstrings fairly early in this in this in this episode because they show you um a, a toddler who meets their baby sister for the first time yeah so that's like towards the opening and, and it, she gives the little baby a kiss come on that's cute no it's cute it's cute i'll just <laughs> try not to laugh because i look at him and i laugh for no reason <laughs> um, okay, can we put it out there then that that show it, it pulls on the heartstrings. Oh yeah, massively. Like from massively. the beginning, it just pulls on the heartstrings. How did you guys feel about that? How how did you deal with it? Was it windy in what, your room while well, you were watching it? What do you expect? I think that's part of like it's same. It's probably aimed at parents, mm. you know, um, or people, or people who that want to, be, to have parents, want to be parents, yeah. and <laughs> and they need to get you emotionally invested. And mm. so I, I think it's kind of natural mm. they they pull at your heartstrings a little mm. bit. And it's a evocative subject, isn't it? Babies. We've yeah. all been babies at some mm. point. I have to be honest, there is an aspect of it that I really respect. I mean, compared to One Born Every Minute, which I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that like it, I can't stand it. It's just the, just the panic mm. situation of giving birth. And it's just like, it's it, that's not what it's all about. Like, well, this is a one little more scientific, minute, which I really like. Yeah. Well, One Born Every Minute is is pure sensationalist. Oh, just, now, that being said, this was also sensationalist, but it's a lot more tactful. In the it, way it's also a little it. more scientific. I mean, there was a little more science to this. Well, I, that, that I was would... the, that's the thing I want to ask you about mm. specifically, Magnus. Sorry, I was not close to the mic. When I was first watching the show and decided suggested it for the episode, one of the reasons I suggested us covering it is because it has a bit of a scientific approach. Yeah. And I thought that might appeal to you. It, it did. Well, the, the concept of the show 
did appeal to me because it had that scientific edge to it, but it was really scant on the science. It was just a few things. Yeah, the, the music. Yeah, yeah, but it was like I forget the different areas of the brain, but it it, it said the okay, if you do the hippocampus, campus, um, uh, that would increase in size, and then the cortisol, and, and then yeah. the oxytocin. It, 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 it threw out maybe three or four separate concepts with no great detail. It just agreed, gave, agreed, yeah, agreed. it just gave bold statements, and that's fine. It served its purpose. Well, it's got to go to out to a mass audience, so I think yeah. if you go too heavy on the science, you probably get away yeah, from yeah, most of the market. Sure. Now, one of the initial things they mentioned. On from a scientific point of view was the fact that bonding can occur to any parent regardless of whether they're related mm. to the baby and and whether they they're a woman um so what do you guys think of that because that was a pretty big revelation i thought fairly early on um because the stereotype is women have stronger bonds um yeah. and um and if you adopt then you might not have as, as strong a bond but from what they were saying from a scientific point of view then babies can uh-huh. create that bond regardless uh-huh. and, you, and the parent feels a bond regardless of uh-huh. their gender i think you need more data i don't think i think the data set that they offered wasn't great enough for uh, me to it agree wasn't with that it. kind of show john no but but the data set that they offered is is not enough because i still um i even though seeing this as an interesting point of view i'd still think that a mother because they carry the baby will always have a closer connection with the baby than the father can. Yes, you can build a very close connection with the baby, but the mother carries the baby in her body for nine months. That's the mm-hmm. thing a father cannot do. Mm-hmm. So yes, I'm sure there is a bill to it, but I do still think that mothers are closer to the babies than, than fathers. Are. I mean, it's, and yes, you can build it up for sure, but I think there is, that is natural. It's natural. Yeah, pretty much. I mm-hmm. don't believe that, but hey. Yeah. I, I don't think I do either, because it puts limits on our, our capacities as fathers to be able to love our children. Yeah. No, or I think you can love your the children. You can, you can yeah. love our children. No, no, but I, I still think there's a connection that I can never have. I, I... No, no, for sure, and I agree with that. There but is that, a certain type. Yeah, no, no, but hear me out. There is a certain type of connection that mothers will have that is so intimate and different from the experience we yeah. have as fathers purely because of the circumstance, yeah. right? But our capacity to love, in my opinion, is just as great. No, it is as just as great. No, no, definitely. But it's the connection. I think that connection, mm. love is one thing and the connection okay. is different. I think the actual connection to the baby is greater because of the physical thing that they go through together. Okay. I think the love, I could. I could continue loving my children and never end. Um, so I completely agree. Okay. You can love equally. But- mm. Cool. So um, we get introduced to that English family nice and early, the one, the, the nice middle-class English family and their two daughters. And then they introduced Dakota, uh, the little girl American family mm-hmm. and, and their parents. I quite like them. Yeah, I really do as well. They yeah. seemed really nice and chilled out. Yeah, yeah. the dad seemed cool. He yeah, I've written, written down, he it. seems like a cool guy. We should get him on. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. If you're listening to this, mate, yeah, can't I, remember I can't your remember your name. You're just Dakota's dad. Um, but you remember the part where, the, the, the scene where she gets the Medela, um, the delivery of the Medela yeah. pump, yeah, and she's breastfeeding or doing whatever with the baby at the time, and he is sorting out the pump. He's putting it all together, yeah. and uh, he volunteers to try it on himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I wouldn't want to do that because I've got quite sensitive nipples. <laughs> he did it. He took it for the team. It was great. Yeah, and I thought those 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 little moments in the early stages, they, the the ones they showed, they reminded me of how much it's a shared experience for parents. Yeah, like so much mm-hmm. of what you go through, other people 
go through to the and it's just kind of variations on a theme at a certain point you know uh, a lot of us have, have i remember put, going out and buying a breast pump and putting it all together i didn't put it on my boob uh, but i could have done i missed a trick there i'm definitely gonna do that with baby number two but yes so much of what we go through it's kind of the same as what other parents do yeah it is yeah there's so for, for me there was so much there that was familiar because it was quite fresh in my mind, like within the last year yep. or so. Yeah. It was so familiar that I was able to empathise and it really got to me. Yeah. It was good. It was now, good stuff. There was a scene not long after that. I can't remember why, but um, they showed the documentary showed a lot of people spitting into little containers. Mm. Do you remember that? Yeah. I didn't need to see that. Like they zoomed in on, on yeah, it the at guy. some point. And the guy's I, like, yeah. She, I, what did she say? Three mils? Yeah. And this he, is like he just out this, this <laughs> dollop of spit. Now, I guarantee yeah. you that at least one person out there has wanked over that scene. What? Excuse me? Well, because people wank over everything, don't they? And a bunch of people spitting. Oh, that's going to got someone going. I would expect you to say this, John. <laughs> Matt, what the fuck? No, I've never heard of that We spit. have taken him there. Jesus Be Christ. Happy. Is that a fetish? Have you come across this before? Well, could people do it over anything. They're the animals, Magnus. Yeah, I, I, I know. John. I'm aware Sorry. of that, but spitting yeah. into little vials. Oh, come on. That must be someone's kink. It must be. I imagine I think, if it was I think my mouth. something you're not telling us about. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it was a bit much. I didn't like it. I wrote a note about it. Um, so after that, we go into a surrogate family, a surrogate baby situation. Yep. Um, there was the gay couple and uh, and the surrogate. This, the baby was super cute. Yes. Um, and Eric reminded me that well remembered. And it just he just seemed so tiny. Like yeah. they're just so small. Yeah, they are. Teeny, tiny and babies. they grow so quickly. Mm. Just, uh, just seeing someone, a baby that small, just made me go. Mm. Yeah, just, yeah. I miss Emily being that small. <laughs> yeah, so do I. Everyone yeah. says that as well. That connection. Everyone says is, that. Is that beautiful. That that enjoy small. them while they're yeah. small. They say. It's they true. always say, it and you come to realise it when With they the start fingers. to walk. Yeah, yeah. Oh. and they're kind of large, and you can't. Remember really... when they're nine outside of school, and it's just like, give me a hug. Oh, the one of my friends are here. You little shit. <laughs> <laughs> I made you. <laughs> Come here and give me a hug. Um, so shortly after that, they show Eric, the little baby, getting his first injections. I didn't need to see that. No? No, I would really hated seeing that. Oh, I thought, like, why, why, do, why I, I did they show the baby cry? It. No, I It's just sad. It's like worse it, than a horror movie for, to man up. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, and it took me back to uh, the first time Emily had a proper crying session, which was like about an hour after she had her first injections. And yeah, it just took me really? back to, to a bad place. Oh, I didn't I'm want sorry, to go Matt. Back I showed you. Yeah, Quinn you showed crying. me Quinn. You showed me Quinn's first injections earlier, and I, was, yeah, I wanted to be polite, obviously, because I knew I was going to get to this point, and you'd be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I did that." Um, so I, I knew that. Yeah, for, for the listeners, I, I stumbled across a video the other day, obviously through watching the the, the TV show, but I remembered uh, a video I sent to Romy of. Of, uh, Quinn having a probably I think it was a first or second fax injection um, and I recorded it quite brazenly uh, in front of the, the the health advisor and Romana uh, and uh, yeah she starts wailing when the um, the needle punctures her skin and uh, Matt was very quiet in that instance don't like it yeah don't like it I mean I'm, I'm fine getting injections myself but I don't want to see babies cry it's just not it's no, not a nice no. thing sad. it's sad um and that leads me on to the next thing I want to talk about which is a still face experiment that forms quite a big part of the show mm. um so to, to recap for listeners the still face experiment is where they sit a baby down and then a parent is in front of the baby and the parent engages with the baby and then at a certain point the parent just goes completely blank face and 
the idea is that babies then will try and re-establish a social connection with the parent. And the point of the experiment is to show that babies crave social interaction. Isn't that a bit obvious that they would do that? Is it just yeah. me? Is there any need to do an experiment or something so bloody obvious? Could, I, I thought so Yeah, as well. the whole point is that babies are born with a social instinct, but humans are quite clearly social. Mm. You know, there's a reason that us three get together uh, and, and, and chat into microphones, and it's not just the output, the, out, the outcome mm. at the end, the podcast that we produce or will produce at some point in the next 10 years. Um, <laughs> uh, it's going to be... Um, it's that we enjoy our, the interactions that we have with each mm. other, isn't it? You know, we, yeah. we enjoy hanging out with each other we enjoy discussing things with each other and that's mm-hmm. that's what what we do so why do we need to make babies I mean, cry to, to demonstrate they were, they were that? trying to find a psycho baby it's just like oh this is the next 10 bundy because he hasn't reacted i mean i, I don't mm-hmm. know what the hell the point of that experiment was mm-hmm. oh yeah babies react to social like timmy like come on <laughs> do you know what i mean well i i'd seen the experiment on youtube maybe 10 years ago um and i will say it actually wasn't immediately obvious to me that babies are social creatures i understand that yeah no i know i, I understand that as humans we are very very social but I have been underestimating the abilities and innate abilities of babies so for for me yeah it was quite surprising um, especially the fact that they really really try over several minutes to, to get the mother's attention and re-establish mm-hmm. those previous bonds but In the thing that was well. yeah the thing that was particularly uh, interesting to me was after they had tried after they had done everything, they ended up self-soothing mm-hmm. and stopped relying on the mother. And then you had the the consequence of that, which was the uh, amygdala or whatever mm-hmm. it was, yeah. uh, enlarging, which is the area that you that Handle you stress. use for handling stress. Yeah, I think it was that the amygdala. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that that is what happened. And it, at the end, after they show you the experiment, so they show you a baby. They show you the mother. They show the baby crying again. Don't need to see it. Um, uh, and and then the the guy, the main guy, can't remember his name. He concludes all this by saying, "Trust your instincts." Mm. Like, <laughs> is that not is that not obvious? Yeah, that, that, like, that's somewhat anticlimactic so and not very helpful. After is it? all this, right? Um, we're being told something that every single parent comes to understand early on in their parental life. He got paid for this. He got paid for telling us shit we already know. It's like, I want to find ways of getting paid for telling people shit that I know. Can I get paid for telling people that parenting is tiring? Oh, parenting it's about is tiring, babies, tiring. cats or dogs, you're going to get paid, mate, don't worry. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, though, actually, maybe if we do end up getting paid for this podcast, then we are going to get paid for telling people yeah, stuff that, <laughs> that they already know. So maybe I'm a hypocrite. Um, but yeah, so then it goes on to more brain stuff. Um uh They did, they do some, um they do some brain scans in Israel. Mm-hmm. Um Why not? Um, I was a bit disappointed um, in the fact that they, they looked fairly normal when they went for the scans. Have you seen pictures of babies getting x-rayed? Yeah. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. I was, in a glass jar. Yeah, in, like in a jar. glass jar. I was really hoping the brain scans would be like that <laughs> yeah. because those x-ray pictures are fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, Looks so cute. I was sad that that was not what it was like. Then, And they drugged the babies with milk to get them sleepy. But, but you know what, yeah. what was really annoying is they did it in a very new modern MRI scanner. Mm. Which Have you guys ever done an MRI? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. With the... It's awful. Yeah. Whether they did it in a nice modern laser one, was like, Boo. it's like, yeah, you go through the NHS, you got like a hammer in your head. It's like the baby's like, give it the milk, it won't yeah. sleep. Like, well, it's not going to happen on the NHS. Yeah. Have you ever seen uh, an MRI machine without its casing on? No, and spitting. Yeah, it's, it's scary. Weird. I imagine the it's magnets. Scary. Are f- scary. 
Because it, it's it's a, it's a circle, isn't it, yeah. that you're going through, mm-hmm. and it's spinning. The rotational energy is insane. These things are going like several RPMs, mm-hmm. uh, and giant machines, and that's what you don't see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's things spinning, spinning, spinning. Because if ever spins out, crash your head. Well, if 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 the mechanisms fail, then yeah, you're dead. Would, yeah, everyone is dead. Mm. The room is dead. Yeah. Sad times. Yeah. Um, so then <laughs> they men- they go on to more hippocampus development stuff, and they mentioned that um, babies learn to manage their own distress after a time, um, and and so if they don't get enough support, they get better at managing their own stress. At that point, I figured deadbeat dads must be feeling pretty bad about themselves. <laughs> oh, nice, <laughs> good work. Yeah. Um, then they fly kites in Singapore because. That's what yeah. you do. Yep. Um, yeah, that's what you do. And that that was, you know, fine. Um, then we revisit the baby from the from the English, the nice middle class English baby from the start, and she's got some full on baby roles going on. Yeah, proper yeah, like she Michelin does. Man baby. Yes, yeah. that was a chubby baby. But uh, no, again, it was a big bone baby. It's a healthy baby, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they come in all shapes and sizes when they're around that age. Yeah, well, they they all get chunky. Don't they? Yeah. I mean, that's, chunky that's, that's, that's part yeah. of that's part of being a baby. Um, so that was nice to see those roles, um, and then it ends with more emotional music in a mini a mini montage so you know overall strong finish to the they episode they really play with music like when yep. when there's a bold statement being made they have the crescendo of the orchestra mm. just hitting at the right moment that makes your flipping jaw quiver horrible yep. but i love it okay so so by that are we gonna magnus are you a fan Ooh. would you have thumbs up to this my thumbs are pointing upwards Ex- exciting john what about you so i'd like to see it without the music Okay, because I think it's a bit like Friends without the audience laugh, just a bit cringe. I yeah. think that there are things about it that, that like, there's the comment of, "Oh, if dads rolled up their sleeves, they'll get closer to." It's like, stop judging. Not everyone's like that. That was my first I, reaction I to that woman. That judgy. annoyed me. I didn't um, find it judgy. Dude. Yeah, the, the way she said it when I was a slapper. I, I was just <laughs> oh, like, no, no, it's not <laughs> nice to say. Like the way she said I, it. Was dads do not. I do not advocate violence against women. No, yeah. I wouldn't or hit, nurses. Would never hit a woman. No. God, Apart from the midwife. Yeah. My wife. Oh, I was a doctor. You. It, it was, was a doctor. doctor. It was a male doctor, yeah. so that's fine. Um, yeah. Well, not really, but anyway. Um, but yeah, no, that, that kind of... You don't like, know his gender, John. Mm? <laughs> oh, <laughs> equal opportunity, smack a mother. <laughs> no, I think it was good. I, I do think there's just anything on puppies kitties and babies will sell i think that's where we're at because yeah. again i think the experiment was pointless it's obvious like he's telling me things that i know without trying so i think i'd like to see what the next couple John. of episodes become turn into i think it'll be fun you're a scrooge it was wonderful no it wasn't no but it was well done but again take the music away that shitty experiment what you got left are a couple of families oh look we've yeah we've babies was, like, yeah, well done it like, was faux profound yeah and it was apt it, it went in with the tone of the show and i think it was appropriate yeah, i liked I, it I, yeah I, I, come on you you know you like I, 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 I prefer i prefer it to other crap i've seen on tv about babies yeah. like one born every minute and all so this. okay definitely better if you had to better. choose between say Babies mm. or the Bill? What would you is choose? Is the Bill still on TV? It's not. I don't, okay. I don't watch TV. I don't know what is it. What the Bill is pay it's, invoices. No, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I knew I'd get you. <laughs> Got <good>. him. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Why have I never thought of that? Um, <laughs> bill. Yeah, there you go. Pay the check. Whatever. Um, no, I, I, I. Again, I, I. 
with everything got out there wouldn't be on t- I'd watch some of it I don't think I'll finish the series okay. I think I'll finish the series because we're reviewing the three of us I think it's interesting to have the conversation but I, I'm actually going to get a Netflix account f- because of that yeah, wow show yeah I'm a now, fucking loser are we going to watch the rest of the episodes and, and review them all yeah, on, sure. on here do we want to because we can do that over the next um, uh, sorry, and then if seen... it gets boring we just stop yeah. reviewing yeah, it yeah so this has got a bit of behind the scenes um <laughs> Uh, look at how we plan things here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I think that. I mean, overall, that's probably a thumbs up from all of us to some extent. Yeah. John has some reservations, but I mean, I think that overall, we, you know, we can discount John's opinion um, no, and um, and and just focus on what me and Magnus said. Um, I, so, I agree. Yeah. So, so th- that was our review. Um, that was exciting. So we'll we'll do uh, episode two next week. So look out for that. For now, we're going to take a very quick break, and when we come back, it's Mum's Net meets Overly Honest dads see you in a bit welcome back to the final section of this episode of overly honest dads this is the debut of overly honest dads meets mum's net so we're going to be reading out some posts on aibu AIBU stands for Am I Being Unreasonable? Um, and it's it's apt I mention this because one thing you'll notice about Mumsnet is it's full of acronyms. So I'll just talk you through a couple of basic acronyms so that you understand what they are. So on Mumsnet, if you're referring to your husband, you write DH, dear husband. Um, DC would mean dear children. Um, DS means dear son. And DD means dear daughter. Um <laughs> They're not bra sizes. I no, thought Mum's Net was a I porn site, but anyway. I don't know. I thought we might get through without a DD reference, but hey, um, I'll, re- I'll, I'll I'll say the full phrases rather than the acronyms for this, because obviously yeah, we're all Mum's Net newbies. Um, and so we're going to read out some of these posts, um, and we're going to give our opinion on whether they are being unreasonable or whether they're not being unreasonable. We'll read some of the other posts in the uh, the responses to the posts. Some of them are... Um, Is there any tr- trolling on it? Uh, no, I don't think so. That's I think they're shame. probably quite moderated, these these boards. Um, uh, and, you know, so we'll... we'll um, uh, some of them are serious. Some of them are a, a bit silly. Um, and, yeah, it's just a variety of stuff, and we'll just see how it goes. So are you ready for the first one? Yeah. This one is... Asking, am I being unreasonable to really, really regret changing my surname? I was quite young when I married and changed my surname without giving it much consideration. Now, 10 years later, I really regret it for a number of reasons. Reason number one, no family links. I have no middle names either. Number two, our surname is awful. I thought I'd get used to it. Never have. It's It's got a rude word as part of it. Think cockshoot. Dick man type name. <laughs> so clearly she's got some kind of funny Is name. It Coburn or something. Yeah, no, number three, I hate seeing it on documents and still hate writing it myself. Four, I'm worried our children will be teased at school for it. Husband denies it ever happened to him. I don't believe him. They're still too young to know their surnames, so that so that doesn't matter. So I suggested to husband that I change uh, surname and our children also change to be the same as mine and that he can adopt our new surname as a middle name or double barreled uh, name with his original surname, which he refuses to change outright. He's being moody about it, but says I can, but he'll definitely guilt trip me about it. So am I being unreasonable to seriously consider doing this? How many years have you married? Uh, they don't say. Hmm. Uh, no, 10 years, actually. 10, ten years. years. Yeah, shut up. 
John, <laughs> shut up! The fucking first world problem. You, you married him ten years John, ago. John, we're going. We, this is all about first world problems. So I know. So I know. come on, that's. <laughs> so you don't. So if you if you ha, if you took on a name that had cock in it, you'd be happy with that, would you? I will say no from the start. I mean, you see cock when you're twenty, like you see cock when you're thirty. I mean, if you married ten years ago and you were twenty, you still see cock ten years later. Right. Like so you chose cock. Like. Imagine an alternative universe, right? Yeah. You have to take your partner's name. Yeah, you would now be called John Labia Smith. That'd be amazing. <laughs> That'd be so cool. <laughs> you know, the amount of comedy I could get out of that. <laughs> you see, I, I don't care. Uh, yeah. I think that's probably what it is. But I just think, really? I mean, ten years later. I mean, I understand There's if you choose, if you that. have the if you have the argument early, no, not the argument, but you have the discussion. I don't want to take your name because it, it's got cock in it or whatever. Mm. It's fair enough. Like, All right, Magnus, what do you think? I don't think she's being unreasonable. You can retrospectively look at your situation and decide that you don't like it anymore. I think it's fine. Yeah. I think it's quite. It is genuinely a first world problem. Well, sort of, because you have to look at the administration if you want to change it, and also the hurt feelings. Um, but yeah, if you don't like your surname. Because it's such an inherent part of you, and if you had a choice to change it legitimately, as in to go back to something former, yeah, you're, you're probably going to want what you, you could have. I don't think she's being unreasonable to ask it. I, I'm not a traditionalist at all. Um, I hate the idea of handing over my surname to my partner. She has to fucking take it. I hate the idea of that. Um, I, I would like some kind of choice. I think we've discussed this before. Uh, and... I did change my surname recently to something more conducive. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Romana loves it. Yeah. I, 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 don't care, I don't care either way if she wanted to take my last name or not, to be honest. I think that's where I stand with it. But I think mm. if you take it and then you bitch about it, I mean, that, that's what winds me up. But like it's 10 years. years. That's exactly she, she, the point. It's, it's 10 years. Like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I answer if, you, if you're looking at it from his perspective. Yeah, well, there's an interesting response here from a poster called Blue Harry. Blue Harry says, you're not being unreasonable to change yours. With your dear children, it's not straightforward because it's their name now. I'm not sure what I'd do with that. Probably wait until they're a bit older to have a chat with them, assuming they're young now, and let them know that changing it to yours slash double barrels is an option. Might not go down well with your husband if they if but if they want to do it. But but also the double barrel kills the kind of the idea because if she wants a double barrel, it's still gonna have the cock in it somewhere. So like <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, no, like, but she's the idea to... is the husband would double barrel um, yeah. but not 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 her or the kids. Oh so she'll change the kids to her last Yeah, time. yeah. No no. I mean the question you get at school more than anything is, Oh, why'd your parents divorce? Why'd you change your name? Like I'm sorry, but as a kid, I would I would go down that way. Are oh, your parents divorced? Yeah, but well, you could just say that they're not divorced. Not they? that I picked on you anyone know. before. Yeah. Okay. So with the way I think we're the overly honest dad's coming at this is John thinks they're being unreasonable, and me and Magnus think that she's not being unreasonable. Yeah. yeah I lose okay. again. So well, no, it's good. It's split. It's, it's split the group. Um, but that's what good debate should do. Um, so the next one is um, oh yeah, I like this one. Uh, am I being unreasonable to think if you want your own snacks in the house, you should buy them yourself? Um, so this comes from. Not your snack bitch. That's her username. Um, and she writes, We have two very young dear children. I plan and cook all meals, including doing the online food shop. I also work four days a week. Dear husband works long hours from home five days a week. He has just stormed out of the kitchen because, I quote, He never has any fucking food in this house. After I told him not to eat the snacks I was about to give, dear children. 
Am I being unreasonable to think that at approaching 40, he can buy his own fucking snacks if he wants them? Am I now everyone's personal snack bitch? And why would he think it's reasonable to eat food that's been bought for our one-year-old? What do we think? There's not enough information there. This is obviously an indicator of a wider problem. Like, that's fucking juvenile. Goddamn motherfucking snacks. Jesus, fuck, there's other problems. It's coronavirus, motherfucker, outside <laughs> your door. And you're worried about goddamn digestive biscuits and fucking crisps for your kids. Snatch, bitch. Like, yeah, this, this, bitch. Is, this is bullshit. This is a wider problem. Something else is going on. He, he, he obviously cheated with the, 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 the work bitch. And she's pissed. <laughs> he works from home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dog, isn't dog. it? Yeah, it's the dog. <laughs> yeah, it's, Maybe it's, he shagged the, the food, the supermarket delivery driver because they yeah. do an online food shop. Um, so what, you, do you think she's being un- unreasonable or do you think that not being unreasonable, you need you would nah, need to know more? It, you need to know more. It's a circumstance to her. She's definitely not being unreasonable. However... I think if right, you do we've got the food some more information. Together, oh. oh, more information. So she's posted further down. Not your snap, bitch. Says I ask him when he uh, what he wants when doing the online shop. I order biscuits for him, crisps for him. He already ate them all uh, last week. He's not confined to the house day and night. We live two minutes from a shop, and if I want something for myself, I go and buy it. He's fat. That's the issue, isn't it? Is I it? mean, that's the problem. Yeah, I think he's fat because if he's already eaten everything and he's moaning that's not enough, it's probably that's that her actual issue is the fact that he's a fat fucker. Yeah. That's I, what it is. John's on to something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because he's a fat motherfucker. Yeah. Well, and also, if he's working from home, then he's probably just under her feet all the time, getting yeah. in the way. He's probably not getting much exercise. I worked from home for two years. I ballooned, um, mm. like really did. I got well fat. Um, and so, yeah, maybe that's what the issue that, is. That's there. what the issue is, though, I think. Yeah, that's so he's, he's a fat fuck and she's probably not she's being reasonable, bitch, but yeah. maybe no, they need to work on their own. own overall situation yeah. because you yeah. know it, it's a bit of an angry post i think it is yeah, yeah. He, he's slovenly and she hates it okay yeah all right let's have a read the next one all right so this is a bit random but i just included it just because so um am i being unreasonable to think this isn't funny and the um the username is who me 91 a man walks a woman in a dog mask down the street and it's apparently hilarious even if it's a sexual kink they don't belong in the street Am I being unreasonable? Excuse me, what the fuck? A man walks a woman in a dog mask down the street, and it's apparently hilarious. Even if it is a sexual kink, they don't belong in the street. That's a really weird post. Who who finds it funny? I don't know. That's what she said. Is she being unreasonable to find it not funny to a man lead a woman down the road on a leash? It's just weird. In a dog mask. Yeah, it's just weird. Dude, two people doing what they want to do consensually like regardless of how ridiculous it is mm-hmm. it, it's up to them you know it's fuck it I'm, okay I'm gonna... well I'll read some of the responses well it's a bit off but it's not like they were having sex yeah it's not indecent um someone else says this entirely depends on where you stand on sexuality on display I don't think there's anything wrong with it personally but I get that others may um Someone called George the Gorgeous Goat says, It's gross. Keep it in the bedroom. I doubt anyone wants to see that. It's really not that bad, dude. George, man, it's not that bad. Come on. Um, Forgive and Set Free says, Yeah, not exactly great for kids to be seeing it, is it? Nudist.com. That's just weird. That's just weird. Who cares? I mean, who cares? But it's weird. It's weird. It's it's not sexual. Is she being unreasonable or reasonable? I don't care. She's just minding her own business, I guess. Okay. 
Seven Shades of... So Collectively, Nanya. the overly, on, overly Honest Dad shrugged their shoulders. Yeah. yeah. Nanya. In, in Nanya business. Yeah. Okay. Um, next one. Am I being unreasonable to hate being at home in the school holidays? Username for this is... Ah! <laughs> not, not joking. That's exactly what it is. It, it, is that what she said? That, that, he... That's her username. Um, okay. This is mum's net, so we can assume they're all women. Um... So she writes, I'm at home with my four-year-old and she's driving me crazy. She won't stop talking. I can't even listen to an audiobook. Every time I tell her to play in her room, she just follows me. I can't get much cleaning done and there's really no point as she keeps making a mess. We can't go anywhere as there's nothing to do for free. No money, ATM. And it's raining, so the park is off our list. I feel terrible as well because she's so inquisitive, but I just really hate having to tell her why and what and how it's and, and how to nearly everything. Why does she have kids? Like, seriously? Yeah. Why, why, why the fuck do you have a kid? I agree. I think she's being entirely unreasonable. Like, it sounds like adoption, she doesn't enjoy parenting. It would be a happier child if you put it out for the adoption. Honestly, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Her, her statement is somewhat Idiot. limited. Like we have, we have an overview on it. Okay, so okay, fuck it. Her statement. Yeah. If we just look at her statement, yeah, she's mm-hmm. been unreasonable. Yeah. 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 The statement is. I, I mean, I, I understand. I, I mean, we got three kids. My poor wife. When it's half term, she needs to find activities, and if it rains, it kind of screws things up. So she has to come up with things to do in the house. I don't envy her. I really don't. That being said, that's hard. Like it's a four-year-old man. Like what the hell's wrong with you? Like. It's four yeah, year old, this, right? this is prime learning. There's so much fun, like mm. they're, they're genuinely so much fun, and they can't do that much damage when they're four. I mean, it's yeah, they can't punch very well. Yeah. So a response from someone a poster called Nanukov says, "Hmm. So you're basically saying you hate being a parent. Four-year-olds need to be entertained slash occupied, and will ask many questions. They don't play quietly in their room on their own. I think your expectations are wildly off base. Play a game with her. Watch a movie together. Do some coloring or drawing. Get a grip." Yeah, yeah, straight agreed. to the point. I agree. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. Yeah. See, this is why Mumsnet is great. Like, you get. Does she ever to... respond? Does she uh, ever uh, respond I... to any of that? Um, uh, I I can have a look. Um, well, yeah, because the username is ah. So let me just see if she's replied. Um, could you invite friend? Apparently, she's asked some friends over, but they're busy, probably because they don't like you. Yeah. Um. Uh, another response says we've been in re- this is actually in response to the post I just read out the response I just read out she said we've been playing make believe all morning I'm fucking tired of being the voice of all her dolls and teddies we've been reading watching TV and doing crafts and colouring it's been non-stop That's seriously but the morning yeah it's not a very long time to get tired of that no it's like a few hours yeah. why did he am I being naive to really look forward to this to that Age, John. You, you've you've been there a couple of times. I I I think you enjoy it more and more the more kids you have as well. Yeah. I think I, did, I, I think the panic and the stress of the first one I probably didn't enjoy it as much because you, I didn't know what to do. Mm. But as you get more into things, then it gets more fun. So okay. I don't understand. I I really don't understand that point of view. I really don't. Because and, and I'm quite an introvert, so I mm-hmm. I struggle with interactions in general. But I, I find it fun. Mm. Like doing freaking mm-hmm. times tables with my my youngest and and doing stuff with my daughter, just mm-hmm. bit, just holding my daughter up, like in my arms in the kitchen and just talking to her. Mm-hmm. That's enough. Or my son constantly, my my oldest, showing me his comic books and what mm-hmm. he's doing. I'm like, Dad, look, I created this Lego car, and that's amazing. Like, I absolutely love it. Like, it's okay. See, that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. 
Right, we'll go on to the yeah. next one. Um, I'm interested to get your thoughts on this one. So okay. the poster for this is called Sanskrit, and she asks, um, uh, well, the, the subject line is, well, I make 100% of the money. Um, she asks, who is being unreasonable? I'm a happy SH, S-A-H-M, which I guess Stay is stay-at-home home mother. Mm-hmm. Um, but this weekend with Storm Dennis, we were stuck indoors with baby and toddler DD, uh, dear daughter. Dear husband, stayed in bed till 2.30 on a Saturday. I could never get away with that. God, I get murdered, mate. No yeah. way. <laughs> Staying in bed till half two on a Saturday. Jesus Christ. He was on. He was doing lines the night before, I guarantee you. Um, <laughs> so, d- dear husband, stayed in bed till 2.30 p.m. on Saturday uh, after his big coke binge, and we had a big row about it. Sunday was much <laughs> the same. And when we were arguing, I said I do 100% of the childcare and need a break or at least some help from time to time. He replied... Well, I make 100% of the money. Oh, wow. What a dick. This comment is really bugging me. I feel like I should get a job Leave him. just to shut him yeah. up and he'll have to do 50% of the childcare, which he definitely won't. Her, her husband. Dump him, darling. Yeah. Dump him. Like, her her husband needs a slap across the motherfucking face. So that is too much. That yeah. is, that's what too I agree, much. obviously, but what a piece of shit. Seriously, what a he, he, He's bag. a traditionalist piece of shit. Like, that's yeah. fucking no, but, awful. I, I, I mean... Cunt. Thank you. No, yeah. That's literally that's literally what he deserves. I mean, it's unbelievable. How can you say that? And also, if you've got a baby and a toddler, then um, they're going to be going to bed what seven, eight o'clock. And so, if he is only getting up at half two, he's got like six hours or so at most with the kids um, before they go to bed. And the day's a lot longer than that. I mean, cause yeah. they, they're they're probably up at six at least. Yeah. So definitely. she's on her own for six, seven, eight and a half hours. With the kids, and then and then he's saying no, I won't help. This is why men get a bad name. Yeah. This is why we have a, be- a bad rep. Yeah. Um, no, shit. no. I, 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 I just the, dump him, darling. Go with Dennis. Yeah, man. Storm it. The the, the, <laughs> the the mental stamina required to deal with kids on such a long basis. Imagine the day mental is, stamina to be married to a twat like yeah, that. Jesus awful. Christ! I mean, it's this guy's a dick, yeah. like colossal dick. How can you yeah. say like when my kids say, oh? Oh, uh, uh, daddy, uh, I, I, I stop saying no. No, daddy is not daddy's money. It's our money. I'm trying to teach him the idea that mum mm. does so much at home because mm. she is. She's a great mother. Mm. Like, I, I can't. I feel like I'm a crap father because I'm constantly working. I'm like, the, 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 mm. you. It's it's a it's a partnership when you're mm-hmm. raising kids. You can't. You say something like that. You're an absolute dick. Does he not like being around his kids or something? No, no. I, I reckon as Matt said, he's doing lines the night before. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that's something else disgusting. going on there. That's something yeah. disgusting. Yeah, but even when you're doing lines the night before, you still don't wake up at two thirty. If you got your parental uh, yeah. responsibility, uh, you can. Um, not that I have any experience. I've just watched documentaries. Um, moving on. Um, so um, the next one is um, a teenage son driving me mad. Um, this is posted by How many times do I? Um, and she goes on to write. So my username says, How many times do I have to repeat the same stuff before it sinks in? And he gets it. About his teen, about her teenage son. I don't think I'm asking much. I just want him when he takes his trousers off to have the legs both the same way. So when I wash them and hang them out to dry, I'm not always always having to change one of the legs. Oh yeah, okay. I've asked and I've threatened. Alas, nothing changes. I'm, I should say I'm editing these as we go. Like there's some of them are quite badly written. I'm editing them. Um, uh, I've asked. And I've threatened, alas, nothing changes. Am I being unreasonable to ask this of a 14-year-old? And if not, what threat should I use and carry out? I previously threatened to empty the contents of the kitchen, 
bin on his bed. Okay. So the, the initial request, no, she's not being unreasonable, but it's it's a naive expectation. It's a bit OCD-ish. The, Sort sort of, yeah. I understand it, though, if it, she's the one doing the washing, and I'll, I'll explain why um, uh, in a second. Uh, th- her reaction to it, uh, her, her attempt at discipline, is fucked up. Like, wh- what? She will empty the, the bin on... Like, yeah. she, she didn't shit say discipline, in my opinion. That's the wifi terrible, isn't it? Yeah. Change uh, the Wi-Fi password. password to yeah, you need, kids yeah. you need to problem. do something that will... will, will, will hit them where it hurts yeah. yeah mentally you need to engage in psychological warfare with teenagers you you can't just yeah, yeah. flipping dump the the the, the, the trash on, on their bin you, I, you need I, to... I understand the washing thing right because yes yeah, so, same washing here. and i and i understand but yeah. it's an ocd thing i mean he's 14 you're lucky and he's not leaving wank tissues all over the place you know he's 14 <laughs> stiff like cardboard <laughs> Do you know what i mean so like, for... a cr- a crusty socks like come on like, it's <laughs> fine it, it's a leg the wrong way around frozen in time <laughs> so for the past eight years i have done Waste most of the generation in a sock yeah um, for, for the past eight years i have done most of the washing uh, the, the 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 laundry in our relationship and nearly every to this day to this goddamn day guys Romana will still leave a tissue in a pocket somewhere usually where I can't find it in the darks yeah and I will take my darks out I'll take our darks out and there'll be a film of fluff everywhere oh. eight years eight years I, I, I pleaded to her the other day I was like babe it's been eight years. Go with Dennis, mate. So, yeah. Storm it. I don't know how much I can take it anymore. Now, she, this is eight years of, of having to deal with that. Um, and so I'm not being unreasonable. However, this is a teenager. Yeah. It's so a teenager. Let, Again, let's right. read some of the other responses. So someone called Second Account, I'm guessing that's their second account, said, I would think it's less effort to turn the legs the right way around yourself than to keep going on about it. <laughs> yes, that response. Second account. Touché, I love you. When I first Touché. read that, it made me laugh out loud. Like seriously, uh, like everyone was in bed and just me laughing at this mum's net post. Um, it's very good. Serious from the fuzzy star says. Seriously, if that's all that's bothering you about his behaviour, then think yourself lucky. Yeah. Wolfie fan says, "What's the bin got to do with it? Get him to hang up his own washing." Scabity, which is a horrible name, says, okay, my dear son is 17 and I still can't get him to open the cupboard door to put pants in a laundry bag. Any laundry bag would be better than dropping them in front of the closed door. Now I put them back on his bedroom floor. Petty, who gives a fuck? Angry face. <laughs> they all make great points. Make, yeah. He's going to get one of those backhands if you ever yeah. try. So, yeah. so I, I don't think she's being unreasonable. But I think there are better ways of going about it. I think that's the consensus yeah. here, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, better ways of dealing with this. I think this. it's a teenager. Yeah. Be thankful it's that and he's not doing something else. Yeah, yeah, teenagers aren't even really people. Mm. You're morphing into a person. That's fucking idiots. All right, this is an office one. Um, so we'll see what you guys think about this. This is from... God, what's that say? My eyes are not gay. Gingham starfish. God knows what that means. Gingham starfish. From, from gingham. No, gingham is like a type of material, isn't it? It's like a pattern. Gingham. Uh, uh, sure. Right. Anyway, <laughs> we'll get on with it. My dear husband works in IT. Open plan office and two women on the desk next to him talk constantly. He has deadlines and lots of problems to resolve in his work. And often he can't even hear himself. 
think due to the incessant yakking, shouting, laughing, loud eating, etc, etc. They also slag off everyone else in the office when they are not around. He often goes off to find an empty desk elsewhere, but not ideal as he doesn't have his multiple screens, etc. He will not talk to his boss, um, as I keep suggesting, as he says it will make things worse, as it will be obvious to the women who spoke to the boss, and then they will, of course, slag him off to everyone else. If I were the boss, I would really want to know, exclamation point. He comes home fed up every day, and yet he won't say anything. I don't know what else to say to him. Anyone had similar... Okay. Um, yeah, they're probably slagging him off already. Anyway, yeah, that's what I thought. Well, there, there's obviously issues with her partner being able to say no yeah. and having some confidence. That this is the main problem here. He's an IT guy, of course. He... I I know IT guys that are not like that. A yeah. lot of them that are not like that. Most people aren't like that. Uh, but there are a lot of people that have confidence issues. He obviously has confidence issues as he's bringing it home. That's a serious problem. It sounds fucking stupid. Like if you read this on the bog you'd be like this is fucking stupid but people do have these issues he needs to sort it out he needs yeah. to get some confidence yeah yeah she's I not agree. being unreasonable she's obviously desperate just gonna get angry is this from the u.s or uk oh, i think it's all uk yeah if it was a u.s one day i just got to work with a guy yeah <laughs> but what, but what uh, hang on just rewind why would she be unreasonable um just to, unreasonable. to suggest that her husband deals with it that of course speaks not. to the boss. That's the question. Of course, no. Of course not. That's an expectation. Yeah. Mm. Um. So the next one. This is a little bit long, a little bit sad, but I wanted to throw it in there oh, because boy. I think it's a good show of what some of the, what you get on Mum's Net. Um. Uh. There's some of the stuff it highlights. So, um. You're gonna have to hear my voice for an extended period of time here. Um. So this is from Never Guess Who. Am I being unreasonable to draw a line under this marriage? Chatting to husband this morning about our separation, currently living under the same roof, about how he still loves me, doesn't want to get a divorce, etc. I still love him too, but have reached a point of no return. He says the issues in our marriage are things that we could get over if I wanted to. I'm turning to mum's net for perspective. Writing it down is also an attempt to show myself that I'm making the right choice and should not doubt myself. Some of the things I've tried so hard to get over in our 26-year relationship are as follows. Being mean unreasonable and aggressive to our eldest daughter telling me he was leaving me whilst I was mid-contraction having our first child 24 years ago grabbing me twice around the neck approximately 15 years ago dump him um grabbing me <laughs> yeah. aggressively by my arm approximately 15 years ago and both my wrists refusing to let go this was a couple of weeks ago backing me into a corner shouting and swearing my face whilst heavily pregnant approximately 15 years ago Forging bank statements when I've asked for evidence of the balance of the joint account and one of his personal accounts when he repeatedly told me they were massively overdrawn and I suspected they weren't. Repeatedly refusing to put my name on any mortgages or deeds of properties that have been our family home, twice when we had dear children but weren't married, and most recently when we were married and had four children living in the family home. Making me sleep on the floor next to our bed rather than him sleeping on the sofa or in dear son's bed when dear son was four in chronic pain and wanted me to hold his hand as he slept. I was about four months pregnant and all three of us couldn't have comfortably fitted in the bed. This was about ten years ago. Verbal abuse ongoing throughout our relationship. Spraying bleach directly into my face when I was heavily pregnant because I asked him to wait till I'd finished eating before cleaning the table. There are many other things that have happened, not to mention me being accused of arguing every time I happen to have a different opinion to him. Never sorting the children in the night when they woke through illness or nightmares. Never actively letting me have a lion at the weekend, even when dear children were tiny and I'd been up all night. 
never prioritising weekends as family time and never wanting to do normal family stuff like go for walks or go on days out. Always too busy slash too tired. On the odd occasion he agreed it was tense and clearly not what he wanted to be doing. A general undertone of selfishness, uprightness and impatience slash intolerance at home, which I'm ashamed to acknowledge has filtered down to us as a family. I was a stay-at-home mother until youngest child was at nursery and then worked part-time around the kids. This has enabled um, him to call the shots financially and I think gave him a sense of being superior, contributing more to the marriage than I ever have. I'm probably being unreasonable to seek um, reassurance on this, but it's helped me massively just to list even a fraction of the issues that I'm being told I should get over in order to save our marriage. There is much more, especially recently, but it would be 100%, it would 100% out me. Am I being unreasonable? No, dump the fucker. And give us the address and whack him. Yeah. What a dickhead. I thought that was a really sad post. Um, that is an extraordinarily sad post. Yeah. And I think it goes to show that, you know, we, we celebrate to an extent the, the things that we have here, the, 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 our family lives and how happy family lives make us. But for a lot of people, it turns into, it can turn into a bit of a nightmare if someone uh, is a bit of a monster, which it sounds like this guy is. I mean,. Goes back to what happened a week or two ago. The Caroline Flat girl that killed herself, and they were saying, "Be kind." It's true. We're not kind enough in this world. In a relationship, you need to be fucking kind to your partner in life. You need to appreciate that you both give, give equal. I mean, that's just hor- That's a horrible yeah, piece so of shit of a man. Horrible. Yeah, he clearly doesn't know what he's got either. Because no. this woman, I mean, obviously, we don't know who this woman is, or, or, or you know, no. or what her sto- the rest of the story is. But clearly, she's very tolerant and. She's My got God, someone bless who... Her, bless her, Well, I, I think he's made her impotent. Yeah. This is... Yeah. You know, no, she needs a... She needs can can you imagine lasting 15, 20 years in a relationship like that? I wouldn't be yeah. able to do a couple of months. So he, he's obviously worked his magic and made her impotent, which is a shame. It's an abusive relationship. Uh, it's at that stage where someone puts their hands around your neck especially if you're a woman, that you, you leave. Mm-hmm. You just you make, you you leave, make efforts to disappear because that's an intent to kill. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else was just expected. Yeah. I think one thing that really struck me as well is the thing about the selfishness of making the, her sleep on the floor while she was pregnant that was so that she could hold the kid's hand whilst he was in chronic pain and sleeping, a four-year-old. Like, you prioritise your own comfort over that of your eight-month pregnant wife, the, the kid that's inside her and the son that you have. I mean, yeah. I tell you what, so some men need a good beating. <laughs> yeah, they, they do. really do. Some, some women do as well. God. <laughs> Magnus. But, but more men. Yeah, he's equal opportunity slap a motherfucker. That's equal lefts, equal rights. Yeah. No, hang on. It's wrong yeah. way around. Anyway, um, kind of ruined this. We might no, have to cut that bit out now. No, 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 no. It's fine. But no, jokes aside, like, did, did, I hope coronavirus becomes selective and hits these <laughs> motherfuckers, honestly. Um, That's just a horrible, horrible human being. I mean, when, yeah. you, when you don't, appreciate another human being and he sounds like he doesn't respect her in any way shape or form that's literally what it sounds like there is no human respect for the other person he's treating like like a dog he needs he needs to be just yeah yeah fair enough so a couple of quick ones to round out so the next one is from melon um and she asks is she being unreasonable to think 111 is a total liability so 111 is the nhs line isn't it Mm. wait so what's the issue they advised us we need to take our dear daughter eight years old to a and e last night at 10 p.m because she had a small splinter of ceramic tile under her fingernail i'm not sure the nhs needs this kind of help one 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 yeah shit no i don't don't, how has it helped you i've um, called it several times no i've had two instances where it helped 
I only really called it twice, and both Go times on. it was really good. Tell us. Um, first one walked into a, he walked into a thingy and bunked his head. And they pretty much calmed us down. And they said, if you want, you can go to A&E. There'll be the, I think we went to Beckham Beacon or whatever it was. And uh, they'll, they'll see you there if you want. It's late. You don't have to. But if the obviously, if the swelling's gone up, it's, it's coming up. It means he hasn't, it's not encaved. It's fine. But just, you know, don't worry. But if you want, you can go there and quite, calm this quite down. And then the other one was with uh, temperature, I think it was. And it was the first one. So complete panic. And again, calmed us down completely. And they said, you, know, you can wait 12 hours. See how the temperature goes. Give it time. Give him cowboy. If a cowboy's giving rush, give him this. So they calmed us down, which I thought was really good. Um, both times, really good. I I rate it in that sense. Okay. What's your experience? And again, only called him twice, so I wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. No, I, I had experiences where I was having chest issues, um, and each time they told me to go to to A and E, which un- understandable <clears throat> for a chest issue. Um, however, there were other times where it was a bit frivolous and it felt like they went straight to a and e every single time and i didn't mm-hmm. find it very helpful i didn't really learn anything about what was going on or what potentially mm-hmm. could be but I, I think in some with the hypochondriacs i think it probably helps maybe yeah. it actually does sound maybe i have to take this back it did it does sound that it, it you had some pragmatic responses yeah from no there were real grown-up responses to, to what we knew and it was really about calming us down and, and all the rest of it. i thought it was quite good i think i think there's a lot of hypochondriacs out there as well so i think probably they they calmed those people down as well so they don't yeah that's a good point with it. you make a good point there okay so um splits opinion but that's okay what do you think no you haven't said uh, oh, i think all on one is shit um, <laughs> it's a bunch of bullshit. So I lose again. Um, um. Uh, yeah, yeah, you do. I'm sorry, John. Um, so last one to round things out. This is from someone with the worst ever u- worst username I've ever seen. This username is Plop Teeth. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Yeah. How do you even come up with Plop Teeth? Like Jesus Christ! How do those two words go together? How do those two words go together? Plop Teeth. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so her, she, she's, the subject line is <laughs> the subject line is, am I unreasonable to, to be surprised that my fifteen-year-old son doesn't know the difference between a comb and a brush? <laughs> I hope he spunked into your brush. Okay, darling. let's get into the post itself. Just that, really. I asked him to fetch the comb from the bedroom, and he asked which one that was. I suppose that I assumed that by 15 he would know the difference, and now I'm wondering what are the basics I failed to teach him. This is supposed to be a light-hearted post. She's not being 100% serious, but obviously this happened. It is a bit retarded. <laughs> it is a bit fucking stupid. Timmy! <laughs> <laughs> I think even Timmy will know the difference. That's the reality. Yeah. So, what do you think? He's just a bit slow. Is, no, is, uh, is he doomed to failure but, but in life? Teenagers are late. He's I'm, probably I'm, not got his, his mind engaged. So, if, yeah. if I if I can say something, there is a generation out there that have been plonked in front of video games from the age of five. Did that deliver develop any social skills or anything? So, I'm 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 not surprised. I'm I, really d- I don't know about this, John. I think uh, that's... I don't know. I, I've I've met I've met a few. And I'm not going to go into too much. Either. I've met a few who are just like dull as shit. And I was like, I remember you as a kid, like in front of, in front of just video games all the time, and no social skills for a reason because you don't. I mean, I spend enough time in front of video games so I could still interact with others. I learned to interact with others. But there are just people who are just sort of introverts, and, and if you don't interact, you don't learn. And no. I think it's, it's a silly thing, but if Some... you don't interact, you're not going to learn, are you? 
So some people below have have mentioned some things that um have happened to or they, that they've seen happen to their friends or family where the kids have shown themselves to be a bit dumb. So one one person writes, "Teenage niece announced that she'd only just realised that her bottom jaw moved." <laughs> Ow. Um. <laughs> I didn't John. <laughs> this is a good one. This is from someone called Missing Linker. I had a friend who didn't realise that the days of the week came in the same order until they were eleven. What? <laughs> well Okay. I, I didn't know that Spain was next to France. I thought it was in South America. And this is for ages. Really? Yeah. I only learnt this like on Tuesday. No, you didn't. No, I'm joking. Yeah. But it was like it, it was like late teens. Yeah, but late teens again. My geography was pretty. Well, I I learned Europe in 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 secondary school, but obviously, who remembers what they learned in secondary school? I don't know. That's just it's just being a bit dim. The jaw thing, like that. That's there's some underlying issues there. <laughs> that, that that's beyond spot the signs. Yeah, that that's not something you just stumble over. Yeah, it's fucking hard, John. Like, move your jaw. Jesus Christ. Signs. Jesus <laughs> fuck. All right, so I think that that'll be where we cut off um, our our over on his dad's meet. Can we do this section. every week? Are Not we... every week. Oh, but... I love it. I, I, I thought, I, we... You went quite calm there. Oh, I love this. I love it. Oh, I love it, darling. <laughs> this is the best the podcast has ever been. Mum's net. I mean, I thought, I thought it was a porn site. That's amazing. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. We should review it every week. It's like some proper first world problems yeah. on there, and well, some very serious ones, obviously. And so, listeners at home, I hope you enjoyed the new. New improved version of Overly Honest Dads. Um, I think this is a bit bit of a change to what we usually do, but it's probably a bit longer than normal. I think we've probably been gone quite going quite a long time, yeah. but um, but I hope it's been enjoyable for you. If you have feedback, we want to hear it. Send it to us. Get on your computer. Get on your phone. Type some words. Send them to us at overlyhonestdads at gmail Again, that's overlyhonestdads at gmail We have a Twitter account. Um, uh, at some point, we'll use it. That's at Overly Honest Dads um, on Twitter. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else to mention. Have I missed anything? Do you guys have anything you want to say before we go? Timmy. All right, thanks, John. Um, <laughs> Magnus, anything you want to say? No, no. Uh, h- hello, everyone, um, and goodbye. Have a good evening or good day, whatever. Uh, thanks. Great. Cheers, Magnus. My pleasure. Right, <laughs> right everyone. So we're going to love you and leave you, but thank you so much for lending us your ears for however long this uh, this was. Um, we really appreciate your time and attention, and we really mean that. Um, we do this out of just out of you know f- f- off our own back. And Fuckery. if anyone enjoys it, then great. We we, we love you for it. So um, thanks for your time. Enjoy your lives, and we'll be back in your ears again next week with more fun. Have fun. We'll see you soon. Goodbye. Thank you.